Ew. Smells like it's time for another Shy Life podcast. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Oh, it's the Shy Life podcast. Oh, there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. Hello. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's not all that shy is right. Shee! Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, Paul. Excellent. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm alright. So, what's this episode going to be about? Well, um, it's about how you can sometimes make rash decisions... Mistakes even, although at the time they may not uh, seem to be mistakes. Um, such a thing happened just recently with Yeti Uncle John and his magpies. Oh dear, oh dear, you know how much he loves his magpies. Well, times have changed, um, at least uh, they did recently. So let's run the theme music and when we come back, we'll tell you all about it. Run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Um, I'll, I'll go anywhere for potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Oh, yippee. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I have you ever found out my secret? I love the Yeti test. It's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat my body weight in crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. Mm. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. Oh, dear, oh, dear, Paul. It uh, it was quite a mess, wasn't it? It was, Cromarty, quite a mess. Ah, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, but as usual, we had to sort it out. Yes, yes, we did, Paul. I just don't understand how he quite got into that, uh, like, mindset. He loves those magpies so much. He does. He, he does love the magpies so much. Usually he does. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know. I think I don't like to blame um, recent events, but something sort of changed. Um, do you remember when Ick did his April Fool's joke recently? Well, yes, of course. How could I forget? Exactly. Well, um, listeners, if you remember, Ick did all sorts of things. From stealing August paints to putting honey in Tallulah's piano and uh, messing up Bettina's wigs. 
Yes, and sending bouquets of flowers from Milo that never came from Milo. Yeah, yeah, well. What he did with uh, the Uncle John involved the magpies, where he replaced them with parakeets. And although he, he looked after the magpies in his spaceship, and actually I think the magpies pooed everywhere, so that did kind of uh, serve him right. Oh, yes, I like that bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, when the magpies returned to the magpie hut, uh, they didn't settle. No, Paul, that is true. I think they've actually become a bit too used to living in luxury in Ick's, um spaceship. I mean, luxury, you know, it's all relative, but the magpie hut, they were used to it. Oh, yes, they were definitely used to the magpie hut. Yeah, but then when they went and lived in the spaceship for a, a day or so. Yeah, they were like, huh, I like this place. Oh, what? We've got to go back to the magpie hut? No way, you're kidding me. So, to be fair to your Uncle John, they, uh, they they did cause a bit of trouble. They weren't um, the, the, the best housemates, let's say, when they returned. They, they got quite naggy, um, quite, quite belligerent, quite unpleasant to be around. Yes, and it, it got to uh, uh, to get to Uncle John. I, I can understand that. To be fair, I can understand that. But uh, yes, yet Uncle John went a bit far. Well, he did. It sort of all built up with him. It sort of, you know, spiralled out of control. Yes, Paul. Um, in fact, he called me up to complain. Um, you know, a day or two after they'd returned, um, I actually recorded the call. Oh yes, Paul, what did you go like? It went a bit like this. What's happening? What is it? It's them nagpies. The, the magpies? No, Paul. Nagpies. Nag, nag, nag. Nag, nagpies. Are they a type of magpie? Oh no, it's what I'm calling them, Paul. The magpies have become nagpies. The magpies have become nagpies? Really? Is that a thing? I mean, they're always pretty squawky. Yeah, they, well, you can tell me. They are pretty squawky, but they're extra squawky at the moment. Are they now? Yes, extra squawky. Squawking, squawky, squawk, squawk. Really? Yes, so they're nagpies. So, so your magpies are nag, nagging you, and, and that's why you're calling them nag. Why? What's going on? Well, it's ever since they came back. Oh, what, for me, spaceship? Yes, it must have... Spoilt them rotten or something. Well, I guess, um, I guess, you know, he he knew to go so far. Although, X April Fool's pranks don't really make much sense. I mean, it's me he is cross with, me and Cromarty. And yet some of the things he did to other people, I mean, August paints, they were returned. Um, uh, Bettina's wig just needed 
resetting or whatever they say. Um, Cromarty, you know, a bouquet of flowers that turned out not to be from Milo. Yeah, not nice, but uh, um, making Martin think that he'd been assigned for a top spy thing, you know, uh, not not a big deal. Um, but uh, poor Tallulah ended up with honey in her, her piano. I mean, that piano is a write-off. Oh, no, I feel very sorry for... Well, you'll have to replace it. You'll have to give her a new piano. Yeah, well, I think that's what he's having to do. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it just kind of... He just did the first thing that came to mind and didn't necessarily think, actually, some of the worst pranks he played were on people that he was actually on good terms with. And I guess with you, he wasn't necessarily on bad terms with you, but he didn't want to hurt your magpies. They're living beings. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was still very upsetting, Paul. Yeah, I know. And as I say, they've, uh, they, they were spoiled. He spoiled them. And they come back here and uh, they don't want to do any of their chores. You know, uh, you'll be the first one to agree that, uh, uh, you know, I'm a good magpie father. Yeah, you are. You're very doting. I do, I don't. I don't, I do dote. You do, you do dote. You do, definitely do dote. Yeah, definitely do dote. I do, I do, I do, you do, I do. Yes, yes, I said you do. You do, don't, you definitely do, don't. I definitely do, do, don't. I, no, I don't, I definitely do, I do, I do, I don't, I do, I do, I don't. You don't do, what? I don't know, what's going on? Let's start again. Oh, I don't know, Paul. Uh, anyway, I, I adore them. You do adore them, I do, I do. You do, you do adore them. I do adore them, I do. Yeah, well, shall we stop? Before we go down the same line, um, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, anyway, no one is uh, uh, a better magpie father than me. Probably aren't that many magpie fathers out there. So yeah, you do sort of set, um, you do set uh, a, a high point of success. That's not quite what I meant to say, but anyway, yeah, you set the benchmark or something. I do, Paul. I set the benchmark. You set the benchmark. I do. You do. You do. No, stop it. Sorry, Paul. Um, so, so the backpies have come back and they're, they're very naggy. They're, they're bossing you around, don't want to do their chores. Yes. It's, it's, got, it's getting too much for me, Paul. I'm, I'm, I'm at the edge of my, my thing. It's the, the edge of your thing. Yeah, the, the, the you know, the, I'm at the, uh, ooh, I'm really cross. Really cross. Well, yes, that's that's to be expected. Yeah, uh, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to punish them as such, but they need to learn. I know. I know. Well, sounds like they do, but it's still yes, as you say, not necessarily easy. Not easy, Paul. Not easy at all. Not easy to, you know, make them see how they should behave. Absolutely no. Very difficult very difficult um well what will you do i'll persevere paul but i wondered if you could come over and speak to them well, i can speak to them yeah uh i was gonna ask uh reginald if he would come as well because he knows them too you and reginald well that sounds you know fair enough yeah um did you hear that reginald's still stuck in his hedgehog costume He's what? Yeah, that hedgehog costume. 
had some sort of sticky back plastic type thing. Uh, you know, uh, Reginald's relatively hairy and he's too scared to take the hedgehog costume off because it would like take off the hairs off off his back and hands and stuff. And, and uh, you know, he's quite proud of them and, and, and Tallulah likes it. And, well, I think that's more information than I needed, but uh, how long has he been in that hedgehog costume? Surely he's had to have a bath or something. Well, uh, I think um, I think he had a bath in the hedgehog costume, and then he went and ran around the garden in in a in a, a windy storm thing. In a windy storm, yeah, you know when the the storm was blowing and and, and uh, it, it, it dried him off. That can't be good for his health. I mean, we deliberately helped him so he didn't have to be out in the cold and wet and wind and stuff. Um, uh, and there he goes out in there and he'll catch something. He's not a young man anymore. No, no I know he's not a young man. I didn't know about that. We've got to get him out of his uh, hedgehog costume. There must be some way of prizing him out that won't mean that all his hairs are pulled out too. That ick, he's got uh, um, a lot to answer for. He's got a lot to answer for, Paul. He has. He has got a lot to answer for. Uh, so you want me to come over? Yeah, if Reginald's coming over this afternoon, will you come over this afternoon too? I will. I will come over this afternoon. Good man. Good man. Just talk to them, Paul. Tell them. Tell them to behave themselves. Tell them I'm, I'm at the end of my, my, end of my tether. You're at the end of your tether. Yes. All right. I'll do that. And uh, how's everything else with you, Paul? It's fine, just the usual. Yes. This is the last uh, straw. Sorry? This is the last straw. Read the magpies. You talk to them. If they don't behave, they're out. Oh, come on, Yeti Uncle John, you don't mean that. I do, Paul. I can't put up with it. Nag, nag, nag. Them nagpies. Nagpies. Nag, nag, nagging. Right. Right. I, I, I understand. I can't keep up with it. They wake me up in the middle of the night. Uh, give us some food. Nag, nag, nag. Why aren't you giving us food? Your Uncle John, listen to us. Turn off your best of Celine Dion CD and listen to us. Celine Dion? Yes, Paul. What's wrong with Celine Dion? Uh, nothing. She's not my favourite, but, oh, I love her. She's great. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I love listening to, to Celine Dion in the Magpie Hut. Really? But the Magpies aren't fans. No, well, magpies don't have any uh, musical appreciation, Paul. Really? Really? Well, I mean, um, Dealey does. Dealey, um, Dealey loves, uh, he, he loves female vocalists. Um, Toby often plays um, him music and, you know, he stays or he goes, depending on whether he likes the music. Is that real, Paul? Yeah, yeah it is. He quite likes when I sing. Huh. Dear, oh dear, Paul. Is he tone deaf? No. Are you tone deaf? No, don't say that. Celine Dion's lawyers will be on to you. Um, you know, whatever. You were telling me you're listening to Adele next. Oh, Adele. She's just a, a, a modern Celine Dion. I'm not interested. Oh, okay. Uh, I had no idea that your taste in music was so... Oh, I like lots of music, Paul. I'm just really into Celine Dion at the moment. The magpies have been quite rude about her. Well, um, uh, I'd, uh, look, I'll be over later. All right then, Paul. 
All right, yeti Uncle John. I, uh, I, I'm sure we're going to sort something out. Yes, or else they're out. No, yeti Uncle John, you can't throw your magpies out. I will. I will. I will. I tell you. Oh, dear. It seems a bit of an overreaction. I'm sure we can sort this problem out. Yes, magpies. Bloody magpies. Nagging magpies. Magging, 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 nag, nagging. Oh, dear. I'll speak to you later. See you later, yeti Uncle John. Bye, Paul. Bye, Yeti Uncle John. Don't, don't let them wind you up. Well, I'll try. I'll, I'll, I'll turn the music right up. Uh, I don't know if that's the best way. Anyway, all right. Oh, dear. kind of understand that the magpies would would not uh, um, uh, approve not a Celine Dion fan uh, comedy uh, I'm afraid not mm. me neither but um, yeah uh, oh well look um, uh, it, uh, it, it it was a difficult situation yes Paul a very difficult situation and uh, well you went over I did go over, yes. And um, did you help improve matters? Did, did you invention or help things? Um, well, I guess uh, we'll share that with you in a minute. All right. Well, what happens now? Well, I think it's probably time for a clip, a quiz, music, something. And uh, yeah, listeners, have a listen to this. When we come back, I'll tell you um, what actually happened when Reginald and I went over. Was he dressed like a hedgehog? He still was dressed like a hedgehog, at least. Well, anyway, uh, I'll explain. Um, listeners, have a listen to this, and when we come back, it'll be made clear to you. Yes, listeners. Uh, I'm only sorry I wasn't there. You were at the supermarket, weren't you? I think I did have a shift, yes. Uh, anyway, right, have a listen. Listeners, uh, in, a, in a break to our current episode, we're just catching up with one of our Shallow Podcast stars. Uh, Muffley on tour is here. Muffley, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, all sorts, really. Um, I suppose the first thing I'd mention is that I've been away. I, um, Like you, Paul, I turned 50 this year. And so, uh, yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pa- pass me the scotch, please. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Sorry, Deals is here. He looked at me very, he's put his ears up. Sorry, Deals. Yeah. It's true. Did you not know that? Did you not know that we were 50? It's because we look so young, isn't it, Deals? Yeah, yeah. you're about 150, mate. But... So obviously, John Pertry was still Doctor Who and Slade was number one when I was born in July. So there we go. That's one way of feeling your age. But um, what I did, I um, went on a trip recently with two old friends that I've known since since primary school. So sort of I've known them pretty much most of my life. And we all grew up in the same village um, just outside Cambridgeshire. And what we'd done for our 40th, we'd, we'd gone away, the three of us, um, 
it's kind of like a sort of Top Gear Christmas special, but without the boorishness and general sort of, you know, buffoonery of Clarkson and co. Um, but so, yeah, we went to India for our 40th and for our 50th, we, we'd been sort of mulling over where we were going to go. Um, and part of the issue is that um, I'm here in the UK and one of my friends is in Paris because uh, bizarrely like me, he's married to a Frenchie. And then our other friends in Singapore. So <laughs> we're sort of like spread across the world. And then we decided eventually to go to Dubai, which was never top of my list. I mean, I've been there. I've transited through there a few times and stuff. But I thought, well, let's see. And so Dubai it was. And um, we flew in on a Thursday night. And then um, the Friday morning, we had like a service apartment, which was fairly cheap, actually. It wasn't too bad. And the Friday morning, it was like a 10-minute walk, and Dubai's got a beach. So we went to the beach in the morning, <laughs> albeit a very sort of man-made and artificial one. And the thing that struck me was the number of Russians there. Mm. So, yeah, Dubai's got um, a different approach to the whole <laughs> Ukraine-Russia <laughs> thing. And, like, um, there was quite a lot of... Russian men of a certain age with um, female companions of a certain other age, um, which was a bit sort of, yeah. And even the obligatory sort of yacht parks up as well, because I know they've been impounded by other countries. So that was a bit bizarre to see. Uh, I mean, I would say from the offset, we never had any issues, you know, with the Russians we saw or spoke to. They were just like sort of holidaymakers like us. We weren't like sort of, you know, sort of getting into any sort of arguments and what have you. And so, yeah, we went to the beach on Friday morning and then Friday afternoon, we headed off into the desert. So we got picked up by a four by four and we headed out of Dubai, which in itself takes quite a while because Dubai is huge. It's not just like the size of one city. It's like the size of four or five cities. It's absolutely enormous. So it took us quite a while to get out of the city and we arrived in the desert. And the first thing that happens is the driver has to let some of the air out of the tyres, because otherwise <laughs> the car's going to sink in the sand. And so we sort of bounced into the desert along the dunes, and we, we found ourselves at like this, I don't want to say camp, it's more like a way station, but that sounds far too romantic. It was like tourist central, there's loads of people there. And so we got there, and um, after we'd had some sort of tea to drink and what have you, we then went back in the 4 by 4 and like really sort of bombed around the dunes, like uphill and down Dale. Which is the reason now my back is still killing me. What, two, three weeks later? Yeah, it's like, yeah, the, the next day we're all like, sort of like, because we're all we're like, oh, my back's killing me. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, my so, yeah, it did it. So we did that for sort of um, quite some time. And then we um, went on these um, quad bikes. And then um, when, when my friend had booked it, um, it's a bit of a sort of thing where you sort of get trapped. We had like quad bike riding. We thought, oh, that sounds good. But it turns out the option we had was basically the kiddies one. It was basically just about the size of a school playground going around in circles. It's like, <laughs> I've not come all the way to do that. So unfortunately, we had to um, shell out some more money. But um, the quad bike riding was excellent. And what made it even more excellent was the sun was going down. So you had the sunset in the desert. And it very, very much was like a sort of magical experience. That was very enjoyable. And then once we'd finished with all the action adventure stuff we went to like this um area where they were doing sort of like a live show with belly dancers fire eaters etc 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 and a really good buffet actually that's 
absolutely heaps of food. Sometimes you go to these tourist things and you just get given like a plate. It's like, well, is that it? <laughs> but no, there was just like so much food. It was great. Absolutely great. And all the, I mean, we were just on soft drinks. You had to pay for alcohol, but like just unlimited soft drinks, water, juices, you name it and stuff. So we certainly got our fill of that. And then we eventually headed back into Dubai. But that was, that was a good, good day. And then the Saturday, now the Saturday, I think because, yeah, our backs were still feeling the day before. We just um, spent some time by the pool just to sort of um, recover. And I did a bit of reading. And, of course, I did a bit of podcast listening. That's always strange because, obviously, I listen to all the sort of, you know, my favourites, like The Shiner. I mean, you know, Vision on Sound, Around the Archives, et cetera, et cetera. And um, it's always sometimes weird. Like, I remember listening to a, you know, Shy Life podcast um, in Singapore once it was just like really bizarre it was the one where you're doing astronomy with Troby actually all right yeah and so forevermore when I re-listened to that one I just remember the pool that I was at in Singapore and it's like <laughs> weird juxtaposition yeah. but there we go so the Saturday yeah we took it very easy and then um the Saturday afternoon oh golly we went to a brunch and I know there's like brunches you know in various towns here but this was like a proper proper brunch brunch it was like hotels in places like Dubai and Singapore and so forth. You know, obviously, they make a lot of money out of their business and tourist traffic in terms of people staying. Um, but one way of making more money is doing these bottomless brunches. And um, we've just been talking about the Avengers. I went went into this uh, brunch in true Avengers style because I went for the champagne option. And I was, um, you know, just um, enjoying my Laura Perry out very much so. My two friends were sort of more of the sort of student sort of inclination and basically had to try everything there was, be it Aperol spritz, <laughs> mojitos, gin and tonics, shots. And so, um, yeah, we um, probably, we imbibed more than we ate. I think that's safe to say. But like, um, again, it just sounded, it's had, well, it was very decadent. Just, you know, I was consuming lobster and garlic prawns. And I think I might have messaged you whilst I was there saying, oh, you'd love this. Because it was just like, um, although, and this will be something I touch on a few times, you kind of sort of feel a bit a bit uneasy that like you're doing this. And there's like, you know, so much like other stuff going on in the world. And like sort of, yeah, it was a bit strange. And just, yeah, Dubai, Dubai in general, I think, was a good experience. But, you know, it's not going to be like a sort of regular sort of port of call, but I'm glad that I did go. And then um, we sort of yeah, carried on the Saturday, ended up at this sports bar outdoors, watching the rugby and France won, blah, 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 blah. Then on Sunday, complete change of pace, we um, went to a mosque. So that was really good. The first time I've been to a mosque and um, it was very informative. And uh, what they did, which was quite good, actually, because it kind of sort of disarmed you. It wasn't like some Asian elder guy that was going to talk to you. It was um, a Western convert, and you know her name was like Tina, and she was like from Brentford. It was like really like, all right, okay. So I think you could relate to her a bit more, and she could she told us about her journey, how she converted to Islam, this that and the other. So that was very interesting indeed, and very um, very very good experience. And then after that, we got a taxi into the old town, which very much gives you the feeling of like what the old Dubai was in terms of like sort of the souks and the sort of old little more rickety wooden ships and what have you. And yes, there was yet more grilled meats. Oh God. 
I've, I've renewed my grilled meat addiction. It's terrible. Like, ah, oh, just like lamb, beef, chicken, and obviously, you know, nice spices just to embellish it. And just, I'm getting hungry now thinking about it now. Me too, too. Sorry. What sorry. about you, Mark? What time is it? Oh, I don't think I can have something to eat yet. And um, so that was a big thing. And then I flew back and. Um, I w- was back at work and couldn't really use the four-hour time difference as jet lag for too many days. So, yeah, I was literally just back to earth with a bump. Um, I won't go into all the details, but my organisation is going through yeah, another reorganisation, stroke merger, so it's all a bit up in the air. But um, it's good to have other distractions going on. And um, this weekend, for example, I um, did battle with the garden. And fortunately... I mean, where I live is like a Horsforth. It's like a suburb of Leeds, and it's very sort of like right middle class and quite a lot of retired people. Uh, fortunately, I didn't have any of my retired neighbours giving me handy hints, which is sometimes the way. Like, oh, you don't want to do it like that. You don't want to use a hoe. You want to use a spade. Oh, well, if you're going to use a spade, you want to use an eight-inch eight diameter one. It's like, fortunately, it did help that I'd put my headphones on. I was listening to music in a kind of leave-me-alone way. But... Um, yeah, that um, that was actually quite sort of therapeutic doing the gardening. Not that I'm, you know, going to become a sort of massive fan of it. It's still, at the end of the day, a bit of a sort of uh, pain for me. Well, literally with my back, but that's partially Dubai as well. And so next up is one of my trips to the lakes. Now, I know we've talked about the lakes before. Mm. So what ha- is happening is Angelique is off to France as of Friday uh, for a week. But I'll be staying here, um, partially so I can look after his lordship. Do you hear that, Deals? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Um, <laughs> even though I'm going away for a few days, so my next-door neighbour, not one of the annoying ones, is coming to feed Munro. And um, it's an opportunity for me just to, what dare I say it, in a very sort of, you know, um, grounding kind of thing, just have some time on my own, you know, sort of get away from it all, get some walks in. Although I believe that uh, at some point you might be uh, um, supervising. um, Yeah, there is going to be an occasion where I'm going to be walk leader. I'm slightly trepidatious about this, but um, I will be giving updates about how that goes. I have got what I'd call the plan A. Mm. You know, it's a bit like how I would like things to go. Yeah. But it's a bit like walking when you take a bearing, and if you're slightly off course, the bearing you can end up miles out of your original destination. So um, probably explain, listeners. Um, Muffley has been very good to uh, do a walking tour, which uh, I'm not sure I would like like to go. I'm not being able to go, uh, but. Um, Cromarty and yet Uncle John are going. I don't think anybody else. <laughs> um, that's that's enough to be honest. Yeah, that yeah. is quite enough. Um, so you'll be hearing more about this in in a, in a future episode. This is just a heads up that it'll be happening. Um, and uh, poor Muffley, I'm, I'm sure we'll speak to him again after it's happened and uh, hear hear more about uh, how how they got on. But uh, but yes. Um, well, what else are you, other than having a nervous breakdown because of <laughs> what are you hoping to do? <laughs> well, this kind of ties ties in, although ironically, I, I won't be sort of, just for various reasons, um, just being old in general health mostly, I won't be sort of imbibing loads of alcohol whilst I'm there. And I don't want to be like sad bloke at his own in the corner of a pub anyway. Um, but I will be going to, uh, listeners can't see this, the Keswick Brewery. Oh, yeah. um, where I've got this lovely 
uh, mug from, and the Keswick Brewery's logo has a fox on it. We've been visited by fox quite frequently in the moment, as an aside. But um, yes, there will be a purchase of a cap for you as well. I got you one from Dubai, and so there's going to be one from the Keswick Brewery as well. I'm, wear- I'm wearing the one you bought And you're me wearing the one... From uh, Singapore? Was it no, Singapore? from the Le Castellet, the French Grand Prix last year. Oh, French Grand Prix, yes. Um, yes, I've been... I've been... I've, I've got lots of nice hats i'm having to rotate them so they all get in 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 photos <laughs> uh, so this is a this is a i'm not just saying because you bought it but this is a particularly snug and comfortable there we go and we're off to corsica in the summer so all being well there'll be a Corsica corsican hat <laughs> so that sounds quite sort of um exotic so um oh yeah so a solo trip to lakes me and then angelique's coming back after a week with her um her sister and her sister's partner and they're staying for a week so one of the things we'll be doing this weekend is operation uh spring clean which has been <laughs> as much fun as it sounds but um yeah. we're getting there we did have a kind of um slapstick um moment earlier today in terms of angelique was doing some vacuuming and you know those soft microfiber cloths you use to clean your glasses yeah she managed to suck one of those up in the vacuum cleaner uh, and it was there sort of stuck well and truly in sort of like the long pipe thing yeah. and we spent quite a while trying to work out how we were going to um remove said obstruction and we'd used i think we'd try to use like a microphone stand and this that, and the other brew and in the end bizarrely um angelique basically sort of got like the power shower and blasted it out <laughs> so yeah that was um that was our sort of excitement for the day so yeah <laughs> I was imagining you leaving a trail of breadcrumbs for it. It might have crawled its way out, but that's just silly, dear. It's, yeah. it's not a thing. It's not a thing, dear. Although Monroe was looking on with great sort of <laughs> confusion, like what are they up to now, kind of thing. So yeah, uh, but no, that was that, that was a sense of satisfaction. And aside from that, yeah, we. So yeah, the French is coming over for a week, and then. We've decided in May, the weekend of the coronation, um, we're going to go to Keswick again uh, for a weekend, the bank holiday weekend, but that'll be more of a, a relaxed affair. So the idea is I can do more of the sort of bigger stuff on my own. <laughs> my body doesn't yeah. fall apart. And then when I'm up with Angelique, it'll be more kind of shorter, lower level stuff, as you know, sort of, you know, that area, Keswick, boat trips, pubs, gift shops etc 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 and um yeah queuing over dogs sorry cover your ears deals yeah so um dogs. yeah there's always a lot of dogs in the lake and that's about it really and then um yeah i um just have to see what's good in terms of my news i know i'm keeping a job but i don't quite know what job that's going to be so um just gonna wait and see but it's good having all this other stuff going on like the recording we've done this afternoon and like even you know i've been doing my research for you know my walks to the lakes that's quite 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 fun to do sort of looking at different routes looking at youtube videos and what have you and um i think when we eat something tonight we'll i think we're watching this thing is it called the night agent which is on netflix all right yeah <laughs> it's a bit kind of Jack Ryan-y, blah, da, blah, da, blah, CIA, blah, blah, blah. That the information is above your pay grade. God, how many times do you hear that in these dramas and films that's above your pay grade? Um, 
although I think I have used it once at work, but I've basically been asked to do something. I said, no, can't do that. It's above my pay grade. Right. <laughs> so yeah. It did come in handy once. Did come yeah. in handy once, um, but I think we're going to watch that. But um, we have got a bit of a back backlog of things to watch as well. But I think um, Angelique is off to the cinema. She'll probably go off to the cinema when she's in France and see John Wick. Um, so uh, I have found that French cinema audiences tend to be more uh, best behaved, just in general. Mm. Yeah, they still sort of have dare I say it, sort of better manners or less people asking about on their phones and God knows what else and stuff. Um, well, when I saw Scream 6, it was pretty quiet, but then mainly because it was pretty quiet. There was about 10 of us in the whole cinema. So, mm. um, but, uh, yeah, not sure it'd be, if it had been a busier showing or an earlier showing, it would have been as quiet. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very much... I mean, obviously, COVID hit as well, but my cinema attendance has really tailed off. I mean, I'd thought about going to see John Wick myself, but I will probably wait until it comes on streaming now. I know some people were really in a tears about how great Avatar was, but I just found the first one really hard work and had no real desire to watch the new one. So nice. I'll probably watch it at some points, but... Um, just in general, like, I mean, we don't tend to go out drinking in pubs that much anymore. If we do drink, then it's more of a stay-at-home thing as well. So um, we're very much sort of, as hopefully you will discover soon, we're very much sort of home birds and like sort of like to sort of be at home doing our various bits and pieces. So there we go. That sounds good. Deals, I'm going to go and see Muffley, but you can't come. Only because, only because um, it's a long way for you to walk. It's true. Yeah. Yep. So there we go. But, uh, okay. Well, thank you very much, Muffley. Um, My pleasure. Um, we'll speak again um, when, after you've survived your your, <laughs> your 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 day or so with. Uh, yeah, with enjoyed or endured. Yes, take your yeah. pick. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, we'll catch up again soon. We Brilliant. Will we will. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hello, Paul. How are you? Oh, Reginald, you, you made me jump. I didn't see you there. Oh, gosh, still stuck in your hedgehog suit, I see. I'm afraid so. How much longer do they think you're going to be stuck in there? Well, you see, it's uh, science. I have to wait for the glue to dry properly. You know, it, it's difficult because, you know, I'm hot-blooded. Um... Uh, it keeps the glue alive. Keeps the glue alive, does it? Golly. Um, so, gosh. Well, um, can't, can't you just get Tallulah to, to pull you out of there? Oh, Paul, I'm worried about my body hair. And she's very fond of it. Oh, I see. Oh. How did the glue get inside the, the actual costume? I think it's something to do with the glue they use to apply the, the, the hedgehog needles. Um, uh, you know, it sort of percolates through the skin onto my skin. And then, well, I, I, I kept it on far too long and then I fell asleep. And, well, when I woke up, I'd sort of fused into the costume. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, I hope, I hope 
They can get you out of there soon. I am sure they will. At least it's quite warm. Well, thank goodness it's still sort of, well, cold-ish. But, you know, another month or two, and we'd be in the summer, and, gosh, you'd melt in there. Yes, I know, Paul. Oh, gosh. Well, I'll hopefully be out of it by then. I hope so. What are you two doing out there, nattering away? I thought you were supposed to be coming in and helping me. Yes, Yeti Uncle John. We we are. We're just talking. Just talking, just talking. Get your priorities right. Uh, Reginald, are you still in that hedgehog suit? I am, Yeti Uncle John. I apologise. Looks like I'm going to be stuck in here for the near future. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I hope the... uh, Magpies aren't scared of you. No, no, I'm sure they won't be. You know, they'll recognise my voice. Oh, dear, that ick has got a lot to answer for. Doesn't he just? Yes. And so what's what's happened exactly? Uh, they're behaving badly. Yes, they are behaving badly. Uh, yeah. It's ever since, uh, you know, Ick had them in the spaceship. Uh, when, well, you know, after he did the April Fool's joke thing. That they came to like a certain standard of living that apparently I don't uh, I don't provide for them here. Oh dear, they've, they've turned into a right bunch of divas. Oh God. Yes, well, I guess they've learned some bad habits from Ick. They most certainly have very bad habits. Oh dear. I'll just go and check they're ready for you two. All right, back in a moment. Fine, no problem. Oh, dear Paul, he seems most distressed. Yeah, and I can understand that. I mean, he's very fond of them, but I, I'm I'm really worried he'll make some rash decision and, and send them on their way. Um, Won't they just fly back to him? Aren't they like homing pigeons? Well, they're kind of a little bit more advanced than homing pigeons. They, I don't know, they're, they're different. Oh, right. Do you know what happened to the uh, the parakeets? Oh, the parakeets. I think they just went back to where they came from, wherever that was. Um, wherever did he get them from? I, I'm not sure. I mean, I know there were a lot of parakeets in the area, um, particularly like around Richmond Park and places like that, but that doesn't explain how he actually got them to do what he wanted them to. Like, like be annoying. Oh, yes, Paul. They were very annoying. Maybe he called parakeets are us or something. Parakeets are us. Is there such a store? I don't know. Online, maybe. Wouldn't surprise me. Still, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Um, he probably just impersonated them. You know, went and stood in Richmond Park and spoke in parakeet and told them there was a big party at the Magpie Hut or something. I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sure. Right, guys, I'm ready. I'm ready for you both. Now, you make sure you're tough with them. Tell them I'm cross. I mean, I've told them I'm cross, but you need to tell them. Set them straight. Tell them not to treat me like this. Tell, tell them I've put my whole life into them and, 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 and they're just being mean. All right. All right, Yeti Uncle John, yes. Yes, we'll tell them that. All right, go in, go in. All right. It'll be fine, Yeti Uncle John. Don't you fret. No, no, don't you fret. Come on, Reginald. Hi, Magpies. It's me, Aldous Yeti, and your old friend, Reginald. 
Hello, Magpies. We're here to uh, speak with you. We hear you've been, well, you have a disagreement with Yeti Uncle John, your good friend, Yeti Uncle John. It seems a shame, a great shame that you have fallen out with him. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've lived with him so long. What I, I, I don't know that you know is that, um, well, your recent visit to the UFO to see Ick, um, it, uh, well, uh, the way he treated you, it was very nice, but, um, you know, can you imagine, you know, like going on a holiday? When you go on a holiday, you get treated nicely. Um, you, you indulge yourself, you, you treat yourself, nice things happen to you. It's a bit different, but you couldn't live your whole life like that. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't be special anymore. So, your, your visit to the UFO is it, just like that. Imagine it as a holiday, uh, you know, a weekend away. Um, it's really not something you'd want all the time. No, not all the time. No, absolutely not. It would drive you out of your mind. No. Your home is here. Yet Uncle John is your family. We are your family. Ick, well, he's like a, an auntie or uncle that turns up from time to time with a present to make things nice. Yes, there is room for both in your life, but, uh, well, you really don't want to hurt Yeti Uncle John. No. 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 So, look, Magpies, are, are you listening? What we're trying to say is that you're onto a good thing here, and, you know, you and Yeti Uncle John, you, you're, you're, you are very close, and Yeti Uncle John, you know, um, you, uh, it, it, sorry, can you, could you lower your noising? Could you lower your, your racket, please? Excuse me. Oh dear, they don't seem to want to listen, Paul. No, they don't, do they? Oh dear. What if we can't talk to them? But then who can? I don't know, Paul. Oh, that ache. That ache. What a pain. He is a pain. What are we going to tell you, Uncle John? I don't know what to tell him. Um, maybe it could speak to them. Do you think he'd come? I don't know. I don't know. Um, we could go and ask. We could do. Maybe even if he recorded a message for them. And if he didn't want to come over here. Yes, we could try that. Okay, I think we're going to have to break it to get Uncle John. But this isn't going to be as simple as we first hoped. I'm afraid you're right, Paul. Come on, let's go. Magpies, you're being very rude. Um, you know, think about it. Think about being nice. Think about being nice, magpies. Please. Oh, dear. I've got some magpie poo in my eye, then. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I don't want my best baseball cap ruined. Oh, yes. No, and I don't want magpie poo inside this uh, headphone costume. I have to live with this for the next few days, maybe even weeks. Oh, come on, let's get out of here. Well, guys, did, did you sort them out? Did, did, did I sort them out? No. No, you think we're wrong. We couldn't. They're, they're not in the mood to listen. Not in the mood to listen. Moving to you two. Two of their most favourite people. 
well, after me, of course. Well, back in the day, that all seems to have changed. Yeah, yeah, it, it does, rather. But, 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 yes, Uncle John, don't let it go to heart. Well, I think uh, there's only one thing for it. I'm going to have to let them go. What? No. You can't do that. Oh, yes, Uncle John, I wouldn't go that far. No, no, I've had it with them. This has been going on for days now. April Fool's Day was, well, weeks ago. A week ago. Some time ago. Uh, and I've had to put up with it ever since. Ever since I came back to the Magpie Hut. Look, look, don't do anything rash. Anyway, won't they just come flying back to you? No, not if I stick them in the car and keep on driving. And then, and then give them the wrong direction home. Well, don't do that. Don't do that, please. You'll regret it. I don't think I will, Paul. No, I really don't think I will. Look, uh, Richard and I were going over to see Ick. We were going to get him to come and speak to them himself. You know, he can perhaps even speak to them in Magpie. Oh, he won't do that. Well, we can ask him. Yes, we can ask him. Eddie Uncle John, please don't do anything rash. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should give the Magpies to Ick and let him sort them out. Yeah, that might be a good idea. See how he likes it then, when they won't leave his ship. I noticed he's still got the graffiti on it. Couldn't get that off, could he? Look, um, no, I don't think he did. But, uh, you know, he hasn't really, I don't think he's been flying about recently. You know what he said? He really likes August artwork. Yeah, it's what he says. I don't believe him. Look, let us go over there uh, and please... Just just hold fire. Well, I'll give you ten minutes. Ten minutes? Oh, dear, Uncle John, you're being very hasty. Ten minutes it is. I'm packing them in the car. And I'm going to drive up to Scotland with them. Oh, gosh, yes, Uncle John. Uh, sorry, listeners. Um, we're going to have to sort this out. We're going to have to go and see Ick. It may take us a few moments, so uh, have a listen to some music. We've got to get this sorted. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear.
Um, I have a favour to ask. Oh, really? <laughs> More favours? Um, look. <sighs> I don't want to start off on, on the wrong foot. The wrong foot, Paul? What is the wrong foot? Um, uh, look. Uh, let, let me explain. Yes, uh, uh let, let him explain. Oh, very well, Reginald. What are you doing here? I'm just with Paul, and, uh, well, we, we wanted to speak to you, to implore you. Implore me what? I'll explain. Now, you know what you did with the magpies? Get your Uncle John's magpies on April Fool's. Oh, yes. I swapped them for parakeets. It was most amusing. Yeah, but what would you say if he said that he was going to bring them back again and leave them with you for good? about? Well, that's what he's threatened to do. Threatened to do? Do what? He's threatened to bring the magpies over to you, because ever since they stayed here in your ship, they've become prima donnas, and, and now they expect Yeti Uncle John to uh, provide the same high standard of living, and, and he just can't replicate it. Oh dear, oh dear. He's in trouble. And don't forget, he's got some baby magpies now as well. Oh yes, how are they doing? I didn't even notice them when we spoke to the magpies earlier. I'm not 100% sure. He doesn't mention them much. <sighs> I guess they're growing up. Soon it'll be hard to tell them from, from, from the big magpies. Oh, yes, I suppose so. But I don't want any baby magpies here. I don't want any magpies. Full stop. Well, look, I, I don't blame you. I imagine they can be uh, quite a handful. You know, baby magpies in their nappies running around and the constant cleaning and changing and... Gosh, it must be a lot of work for Yeti Uncle John, but uh, uh, I, I don't know, though. I mean, he's predetermined. Um, uh, you have kind of brought it on yourself. No, absolutely not. No, I don't want them here. Not at all. No, 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 no. Yes, um, but Ick, please, um, you know, uh, we need you to speak to the magpies, even if you just do an audio message to them. But again, it was fine for a few hours. As a joke, I still not got some of the bird poo out of my sofa. Well, I, I know. Um, there were a lot of them. And, look, you see, Yeti Uncle John has also said that um, he'll get rid of them one way or another. Uh, saying he was going to bring them over here is probably not his plan because, well... Um, well, I, I, I can't see how he'd manage it. But he has also said he might chuck them in the car, drive up to Scotland, and then give them the wrong directions. That seems rather unfair. Yeah, doesn't it just? It is rather unfair. But you've caused this mess. Me? Why me? You know exactly why you, Ick. I do not. Oh, Ick. Admit it. By bringing them here, you, you change the way they look at their, their home environment. You can at least speak to them. Tell them not to behave so badly. Offer to invite them round for tea. Invite them round for tea? Well, that won't last. I mean, if I choose not to renew my contract. Uh, look, um, just a little message. We tried to talk to them and it, it didn't help. They might have been scared of my hedgehog costume. Oh, dear. Mm. Yes. Oh, gosh. I feel like I should apologise for that. But, you know... 
although it's not my fault that the Henshaw costume, you know, stuck to you. And then the fact you're in that costume is my fault, but, well, how was I to know that your body heat was going to fuse you with the costume? No, no, it's not your fault, Ink. But uh, the business with the magpies probably is your fault. I get blamed for everything. That's not true, Ick. Oh, but it is. Please, just a little message. I suppose I could tweet into a, a, you know, an audio message or something. If you would, Ick. All right. Can you use your phone to record me? Are you sure you won't come across the green to the magpie hut? No, an audio message is all I will do. I'm not setting foot outside this ship. Especially not after you Uncle John redecorated my spaceship. I thought you said you liked the designs that they painted on your ship. Mm, I do. I do. But, but, I... Look, do you want this message or not? All right. Yes, all right. Um, uh, listeners, uh, we're just going to record this message and uh, uh, we'll, we'll see you again outside. Mm, I don't even know the listeners were here. You do involve them in some, some dreary old storylines. Not very nice. Oh, I speak as I find. Oh, you most certainly do. You most certainly do. I need a good sit down. I'm not surprised, Paul. Oh, you seem quite out of breath. Well, at least we got that message from Ick. Yes, yes. Oh, he wasn't very repentant. No, he wasn't, was he? Listeners, we're back at the magpie hut, but everything's very quiet. It is, isn't it? Oh, golly. Oh, dear. Do you think your Uncle John's taking them away? I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I'm not certain. Oh, dear. Um, let me look inside the hut. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, golly. Let me try and call your Uncle John. Um. Hello, this is your Uncle John. I'm afraid I'm not here to take your call. I know leaving a message isn't quite as great as speaking to me in person. You know, I'm a, I'm a unique talent, one of a kind even, but, uh, well, I'm afraid you're just going to have to leave a message on this occasion. When I return to my phone... I'll uh, have a listen to your message and I'll call you back. I promise I will. All right, leave your message now. After the uh, sound of the beep. Uh, um, beep, beep. It's Uncle John, it's me, Paul. Where are you? Why aren't you at the magpie hut? Why have you taken the magpies away? We told you to wait. We, we've got a message from Ick. He's speaking in magpie. He's imploring them, pleading them to stay with you and to behave themselves. This could work. I told you we had a plan. Why didn't you wait? If you if you set them free, if you let them go, you'll regret it. You'll regret it for the rest of your life. Please give me a call back, your Uncle John. Please. <coughs> oh, Reginald, there you are. I take it he's not in there. No, no, and the magpies have gone, but, well, you can tell that just, well, because you, you can't hear them. Oh, dear. Oh, did you get through to him on the phone? No, it went straight through to the answer phone. 
I found this letter, Paul. You may want to have a read. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, listen, oh, no, listeners. It's from your Uncle John, but I guess you knew that. Um, dear Paul and Reginald, I... I know, I know you, you asked me to stay, but I couldn't. I can't live with these birds anymore. They don't respect me. They clearly need to live their own lives and go their own separate ways. I've enjoyed my time with them, but now living with them every day is like torture. Icky's to blame for this. He taught them a new way of living. Well, maybe they can find a new home where they can live like this. But for now, it's goodbye to them. I've taken them away. Please don't worry about me or them. I'll see you soon. Love, Yeti Uncle John. Please don't worry about me or them. I'll see you soon. Love Yeti Uncle John. Oh dear. Oh dear. Well, he's clearly not taking them to Ick. No. Do you think he's taking them to Scotland, though? I don't know. It's a long way. In his Kapow taxi. Will it even make it that far? I'm not sure. I've had a thought, Paul. Oh? Oh, what? Well, you know. Um, both Tarula in her music school and uh, Bettina in her big house. Well, they both live a lifestyle that is better than living in the magpie hut? Do you think he might have taken them to them? Do you think he might have taken the magpies to, to either one of those locations? Oh, I, I guess it's possible. Give them a call, Paul, and I'll see if I can catch up with uh, your Uncle John at uh, uh, the car park. All right. All right. Um, gosh. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. All right, Paul. I'll meet you back at your house. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, listeners, I need to make a couple of quick calls. Hello, Tallulah Twinklehorn. Can I help? Tallulah, it's me, Paul. Oh, dear. Has uh, something happened to Reginald? No, he's helping me out. Have you sorted out the bagpipe problem? Um, no, it's kind of got worse. Um, yes, Uncle John stormed off. He's taken them with him. He says he's going to let them go free. Oh, no, that's dreadful. Oh, dear. He's not showing up at your house, has he? No. No, I don't think so, Martin. Martin? I, uh, uh, yes, Mum. You've not seen uh, your Uncle John, have you? Uh, no, no, not at all. Have a word with Paul. All right, Mum. What's wrong, Paul? Oh, your Uncle John. Um, as, um, uh, you probably know, because, uh, Reginald came from your place, but we were trying to help him out with the magpies, and it's, it's all gone wrong. Uh, they wouldn't listen to us, and, uh, he's gone storming off with them. We tried to get Ick to do some sort of message in, in Magpie, which he, he grudgingly did, but we never got a chance to play it. Oh, dear. There's a tragedy. Well, I've not seen him here. I'll keep an eye out for him. All right, thanks. Uh, Paul, why did you think he might have brought them to us? Well, for the same reason as he might have taken them to Patina's, because they're now used to a higher standard of living, having um, stayed with, uh, with Ick for those few hours. All oh, right, yeah, I see what you mean. Right, well, I hope you find him. I'll let you know if I see him. All right, thanks, Martin. All right, Paul. See you soon. Uh, set some up to Cromarty. Uh, I will. I will. I think he's at work. Oh, sorry. All right, bye for now. All right, Paul. Oh, golly, golly, golly. Um... Hello, Bettina Dupre. How can I help? Bettina, it's me, Paul. Oh, Paul, how are you? Oh, uh, a bit, a bit mixed. We're trying to sort out a problem. Oh, you always are, darling. I know. Have you seen your Uncle John? Or, or the magpies? I haven't, darling. Why? Are they on their way? I'm not sure. You know after what Ick did, the April Fools. Well, yes, of course, darling. Well, the magpies, they're 
playing up and uh, uh, apparently they're used to living in a higher state of luxury or something. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. So you thought they might have come to me. Have, have they got missing then? Uh, your Uncle John has uh, packed them in the taxi and taken them off somewhere. But we don't know where. He's going to set them free. He said he was. We were hoping to fix it, but he was impatient. Oh, darling, that sounds very on trend with your Uncle John. Impatience. Yeah. Well, if he does show up, then will you let us know? I will. I will, darling. Absolutely. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, gosh. All right, darling. Thanks, Bettina. One million kisses, darling. One million and one kisses. Mwah! Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Oh, dear, oh, dear. No sign of any magpies. Not even one. Just a minute. Isn't that Yeti Uncle John? Yeti Uncle John, what's going on? Where are the magpies? Oh, uh, Reginald. Um... I can't tell you. I, I can't explain. I can't know. They're gone. They're gone? Did you put them on a train? No, I did not. You can't have got to Scotland and back. It's only been a few minutes. No, well, look, I'm not telling you where they are. They're, they're gone. You didn't give them to uh, Charlie Gurr to put in a pie, did you? No, no, I did not. <sighs> No, no, I'm not telling you. I've got to get to work anyway. I, I'm going. Oh, good Uncle John, I wish you'd wait. I can't wait. I, I've got to go. Uh, the magpies will be fine. I, I won't even miss them. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Get the Uncle John. Get the Uncle John. Oh, get the Uncle John. Get the Uncle John. Was that get the Uncle John? It was, Paul. It was. Oh. Where were the magpies? He wouldn't say. I asked if he'd put them on a train. I thought, you know, what with your flat being so close to the station. Gosh, what chaos that would be. I also asked if maybe he'd given them to Charlie Gurr, you know. You know, for pie fillings. Oh, I don't think he'd do that, Reginald, surely. Well, I, 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 he said he hadn't. Well, then what has he done with them? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He said he was busy and had to get to work and couldn't speak about it now. And so he's driven off. Uh, and the magpies weren't in the car? No, Paul. Not in the taxi. Oh, gosh. So they must be somewhere around here somewhere. I mean, what has he done with them? Whatever it is, he's going to regret it. Uh, it's just going to make matters worse. We've got to find them, Reginald. Um, I'm going to have to call in the big guns. The big guns, Paul? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that, that could work. Um, we'll find them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know what I'm going to do. All right, Paul. What do you want me to do? Um, do you mind going back to Ick's spaceship, perhaps? Having a word? Perhaps if, you know, um, he, he can hover or something. He must have a magpie tracking device on that ship. Surely. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I could go and ask. If you would, Reginald, thanks. All right, Paul. And uh, you'll do what you need to do? I will, yes. <sighs> I'll see you soon. Thank you. We've got to find these magpies before they go too far away. Before Yeti Uncle John regrets it. Oh, dear. Uh, listeners, I'm going to call up um, the big guns. And by the big guns, of course, I mean Nick and Toppy Smelly. 
Nick and Toppy's money. I'll get them to come here and help me. Um, you know, we need as many people as we can. And uh, I can always rely on those two to just turn up um, post-haste. Oh, actually, I might need Ick to go and get Toppy. Um, Reginald, wait for me. What, 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 Paul, what's going on? Oh, I, I'm coming with you. All right, Paul. Uh, listeners, um, it's time for you to listen to something, a clip or some music or, or something. I'll get Nick and Toppy here. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure the search um, is, uh, yeah, it, it's going to happen. Um, oh, gosh. Oh, dear. Ha- have a listen, uh, and we'll speak again soon. All right? Great. Uncle John's gone with the magpies. We need you to help find them. We also need you to pick up Nick and Toppy Smelly. And I mean now. Now, eh? Well, you asked so nicely. I suppose I have to. <laughs> you see, sometimes with Ick, being dominant, you know, it really gets you what you need. Um, uh, anyway, um, so Ick did go off um, and he did pick up Nick uh, and, and he did pick up Toppy. And, uh, well... So they arrived. Um, have a have a listen. Forgetting <sighs> Uncle John, I know you you got tired of the magpies, but you know they're so close to you. They're so dear to you. They were dear to me, Paul. But no, they stopped becoming magpies and they became nagpies. Nag, nag, nag. They got. I just. I don't know what got into them. I I I I know. I've let them go, and I don't regret it. <laughs> uh, uh, Nick, do you know why we're here? I, I don't, I'm afraid. I, I, something to do with magpies. Uh, magpies, oh, yeah. What's what, are you, what are you two doing here? Oh, hi, Paul. What's going on? Uh, uh, look, um, yeah, I'm just talking to your Uncle John. He's had a falling out with the magpies. Oh, uh, no. They've been very bossy towards him. He's been calling them nagpies. He let them go. I mean, he let he really let them go. He right. shooed them away. In what way, Naggy? I mean, all they do is <laughs> yeah. Well, I can understand they, you know. But if if you're looking, if you're the one looking after them, then they they probably do seem a bit naggy. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, trust me, uh, my chickens can be very naggy at times. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess the Uncle Johnson stormed off, but oh. um, I, I, he's let them go. I, I want to sort something out because I know that in about half an hour, he's just going to regret uh, having done so. And whilst they're still in the area, uh, that's why I, I said, I said you, it's very good to get here so quickly. Um, I think we're just going to go and round them up. You'll help yeah. me with that, you guys. Oh, well, yeah, it depends how fast they get. Oh, no. <laughs> We've got no, next. for sure. Um, I thought that you know asking Toppy over was perfect because of his knowledge of chickens. Um, yeah, 
there's been many times that uh, I, I would like to lose them like a bad habit, but you know, I know I'd regret it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll give what I have to. I'll, I'll give them a talk too. Uh, yeah. He's got to. He's got to see that that's he's going to regret this. Yeah. So so um, we'll we'll just go out and we'll just call them call them nicely or whatever it is that we need to do, and uh, run around waving your arms or not or or tending to be. I mean, I'm prepared to dress as a magpie if need be. What what whatever. I just think Gitty Uncle John will thank us once we've got them back. Um, Alright. Let's so, go. Let's go. Let's go out. No, I can't. Hmm. They have to be here somewhere, though, as you say. Yeti Uncle John barely had more than 10 15 minutes to pack them all away and remove them from the magpie hut before you returned. Yes, that's what I was thinking, you know. He says he didn't put them on a train. He says that he didn't give them to Charlie Gurr. They didn't show up at Tallulah's house. They didn't show up at Bettina's house. What could he have done with them? my special magpie tracker. I'll track them down. How does it work? Well, it communicates with other magpies. Um, other magpies who might have seen them. How fascinating. I suppose Paul's still out there with Toppy Smelly and, um, and Nick. I believe so. Hmm, where will find them? Yet Uncle John can be so rash sometimes. We never even got a chance to play that message to the magpies. I mean, the one you recorded. I know. Oh, well... I do feel responsible. Yes, well, well, you know, April Fool's Day has a lot to answer for. It can make people lose their minds. Yes, well, I do get rather carried away. Well, yes, but it's too late to worry about that now. We have to find them. We have to find those magpies before it's too late. Yes, yes, I know. And we shall. We shall. my darling we've not seen them here not at all i know no no sign of the magpies here are you sure you don't want us to come and help with the search no no it's fine i'm here with nick and, and toppy and, and we're searching and, and Ix there with the spaceship and, and reginald's helping him oh dear them poor little magpies yes yes i know it's all a bit of a mystery they've got to be here somewhere i hope you find them yeah yeah i hope you find them paul yeah we will we will we will Definitely. Oh, darling, have you still not found them? No, no, we're still looking. They've not shown up with you. No, darling, they haven't. No, Paul, we've not seen them here at all. Well, uh, thank you, August. Th- th- thank you for keeping an eye out. They-, they have to be around here somewhere. They haven't had time to leave the area. Where on earth has he put them? I guess I should give Cromarty a call, just in case. Oh, yes, darling, that might be a good idea. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, no, Paul, I've, I've not seen the magpies. Um, I, I, I've been busy at the supermarket all day, and, uh, well, I've not seen yet Uncle John either. Uh, I wish I could help. I mean, maybe I could get out of work and come and help you with your search. Maybe you can speak to yet Uncle John. Well, how would that help? Well, because he might, he might listen to you. You might better find out what he did with them. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, possibly. Maybe. Oh gosh. Hmm. 
uh, that's a good idea. Well, we've got to see if we can find your t- Uncle John. He, he said he was going to work. He's probably driving around somewhere, and he's and he's not answering his phone. Oh dear, oh dear. Well, you and Nick and Toby, you uh, do your best, uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll find him. And the birds. I hope so. Uh, I'm sure you're right. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, guys. Oi. Someday this has turned out. Yes. Oh. Um, Holy tippy headron, Paul. You should have warned me. Those magpies <laughs> are not only naggy, they're angry. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they are different. They're very pecky. They're a bit different to chickens, aren't they? This, this, my best my best frock is absolutely ruined. Uh, I know. I, I can't believe this. I feel like I've barely escaped with my eyes intact. I know. I know, like, holy jeans are in fashion again. Um, and it's like it's 1988 all, all over yeah, again. Yeah, we, we have holy holy, holy tops everything. Holy everything. Ho- yeah. Well, even my baseball cap's got a hole in it. Oh, um, my goodness. I'm sorry, guys. Well, I mean, we kind of achieved our goal. They are all back in the magpie hut. Yes. I, I, I did sort of talk to them and explain that Yeti Uncle John's was having a bad day. And, uh, you know, uh, I think he'll be very grateful. What once we <sighs> I, I hope so. I, I mean, that was, that, that was a task and a half. I never would have expected. Well, th- thank you. Anyway, um, when I find him, I'll get you to do a prep, uh, get, I'll get you to do a pep talk to him, you know, just from a, a chicken owner to a, to a, um, a magpie owner. Um, I've forgotten you, you looked after chickens. Yes, yes. Toppy's got them all over his chicken coop apartment. Well, it seems like it. They're, it's only five hens, but they, uh, they do seem to be all over. Yeah. Well, Nick, I mean, Nick used to have um, uh, custody of, of, of Ben the hen, who was a robotic hen. Yes, but, I <laughs> star, and then you made him an even bigger star. Yeah, I know. But now he just does his own thing. He's independent of me. He's grown, he's grown beyond us. The last time I saw him was in Richmond Park, but... Yeah, and he doesn't. He, uh, he's, he's living in a swanky part of London. He doesn't talk to us now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I need I need disinfectant and band aids, please. Oh, okay, I think we should probably do that. I'm really sorry, guys. Thanks for the help. Oh, uh, at least we got there in the end. Yeah. Yes. Oh dear. I never, dear. I, I never was very good with um, trying to. You, 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 Nick. You're the best. You're the, the guy I know best for being one for the birds. For goodness sake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not this this, this uh, time. I don't seem to be able to. Wrong sort of bird. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, oh dear oh dear it took quite a lot of searching but we um, we found them we found the magpies oh, I, I don't know what he was thinking um, apparently um, you won't believe this but 
uh, because he had to uh, uh, he had to start a, a shift with the taxis, and because he got himself into such a state, he he really sort of rushed um, the decision of what he was going to do with the birds, and well, it was Cromarty in the end who detected what was going on. Um, you won't believe it, as I say. He dressed the birds up as babies and he dropped them off at the Kapow Kindergarten, which is right next door to Kapow Supermarket, where Cromarty works. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, there was a bit of a commotion and lots of squawking. And I know you get squawking from babies, but um, this was definitely magpie squawking. It was, Paul. It was most um, strange. I, I was just finishing my shift, and I heard what I could only think of. Well, that's magpies, and well, obviously I, I'd been alerted to their disappearance. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, it was. Uh, it, it was quite something. Well, the question is, was uh, Yeti Uncle John um, repentant for what he had done? He actually was. He actually was. He uh, he called me up um, just after we found them. Oh, gosh. Oh, uh, Paul. Uh, Paul, I need your help. I've done something very stupid. Yes, I know you have. Um, well, we saw your note. Yeah, I didn't mean it. Oh, I've lost those birds. I've lost them. I mean, I've really lost them. No, no, it's fine. It's not fine. I've lost them, Paul. They're gone. No, 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 listen. We got your note, and I called in the big guns. Oh, Toppy and Nick? Yes, and all the others, to, to help try and find them. We knew you couldn't have... We knew you couldn't have taken them very far. Yeah, but that's it. I, I went back for them, and, and, and they were gone. You went to Kapow Kindergarten? Yeah, how did you know about that? It's okay. Cromarty heard them squawking away. They were causing some sort of commotion, and we came and reclaimed them before the RSPCA got there. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, Paul, thank you. It's all right. It's fine. Oh, dear. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for looking after them. It's all right. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So he was very grateful. He was ever so grateful. But, uh... So they're back in the Magpie Hut? They are, yes. And uh, and I think Ick has actually agreed to speak to them directly. They do seem, well, I guess they were a little bit uh, alarmed at being sent to the kindergarten. And perhaps they've had second thoughts anyway about being so disruptive. So they're not Nagpies anymore. No, they're not Nagpies anymore. Oh gosh, they really did nag poor dear Uncle John. They nag Reginald and I as well, but uh, gosh... Something has to be done, though. They they really do need, uh, you know, a little help. Yes, yes, they do. Well, we'll, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Um, listeners, I'm afraid we've run out of time now, so we're going to have to say goodbye. We've still got some little bits and pieces to come. Um, I've got a little bit more of Nick and uh, Toppy, things that occurred just after, you know, we we uh, sorted sorted them out because the, the magpies they were still being relatively cheeky when they arrived back at um, the uh, the magpie hut oh yes i remember hearing about that oh gosh as you know on the show we we always have plenty of episodes in the can 
and uh, there'll be more coming very soon so uh, yeah you take care listeners join us again soon and uh, we'll say goodbye for now yes yes listeners uh, sorry I was busy at the supermarket for most of the episode that's, that's alright property it's partly thanks to you that we uh, uh, we even got them back well no you know <laughs> alright bye bye now yes <laughs> goodbye goodbye Nick and Toppy Paul, well, uh, they were quite exhausted after uh, all the running around we did to try and find those nag pies. And uh, yeah, this, this is uh, another bit I recorded that I haven't shared yet. Oh, you cool gosh. Oh dear, oh dear, Toppy, what did I do? I can't believe it. I, I made such a mess of things. I, I can only thank you for your, your, your help. I want Nick and Paul, but... Uh, here, you're welcome. Let me just finish putting this band-aid on. Uh, there we go. Yeah, uh, you know, Yeti Uncle John, I, I totally get it. Uh, birds can be burdensome. <laughs> did you hear what I just did there? No, oh, yes, very nice. Oh, Lord. Anyways, I totally get it, and, but I think you're, you're, I think in the, at the end of the day, you're going to be yeah. happy you brought them back in. Yes, I, I would miss them terribly, but, uh, you know... Or just the nagging just got to me a bit, and uh, I was henpecked. Well, not henpecked, bagpot-pecked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. I, I get henpecked. Uh, it happens. It happens. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I know it. The, I, I'm the same way. I, I don't really want to get rid of my chickens. No, uh, no. I just often feel like I I want to. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'm so, so glad you saw that. I think they've forgiven me anyway, so uh, uh, I'll just, you know... It's a bit. It's 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 just it's one of them things, isn't it? You just have to. Oh, I haven't had a holiday for ages. It's the thing. I'm always I'm always there with them, and they're always there with me. And uh, yeah, you know what, Yeti Uncle John, my yeah. watch is gone. One, one of your birds stole my watch. Oh dear. I'm gonna. Nick, yeah. um, have you got all your valuables? I, always, I, I would appear to. I mean, that's the same. We I've we haven't. <laughs> Now we haven't got any time for birds. Oh, what, what, what about those gold, those gold rim spectacles you're wearing? Where have they gone? Oh no! Oh, oh Nick, well, I, what about I, your wedding? Where's your wedding ring gone? No, no. Oh, me, they've all they're the mag. Oh, them damn magpies! Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. I'm the most apologise. Well, I will find them. I'm sure they'll they'll poop out the rings eventually. <laughs> I, I thought they just confiscated them. I didn't know they ate them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, dear. Yeah, they're like a they're like a school te- school teacher, aren't they? The, the school teacher of the bird world. Well. Your school teacher used to eat them. No, no, no. no. Put them out then. The magpies confiscated them. Jack Dawn, I think of Jack Dawn. Oh, I think they're both be bad. <laughs> well, Paul, I'm just glad the magpies are back. Safely. Oh dear, oh dear. Thank goodness we got the big guns in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, although when it came down to it, 
uh, Nick and Toppy were very helpful, but he was Cromarty, really, I think, that, that uh, uh, actually, uh, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, his Uncle John dropping him at the kindergarten next to, next to where he works certainly helped. Oh, yes, I suppose so. Still in your hedgehog suit, I see. Yes, yes, I'm afraid so. Oh, well, I'm kind of used to it now. I suppose you are. Hello again, boys. What, what, uh, uh, what are you two talking about? Oh, I was going to tell you about my little plan. Oh, all right then. Uh, is uh, Ick in the magpie hut? He is. He's, he's giving the magpies a bit of a pep talk. Uh, they seem quite subdued. Well, they seem to have a respect for Ick. But, uh, well, they probably got and they stayed at his ship. Yes, yes. Well, anyway, before he comes out, uh, what, what's your plan? Well, I was having a chat with uh, Albert the Dragon. With old Albert. Oh, yes. Yes, and he suggested that you bring the magpies along to the phoenix farm sometime. He suggests that he could do some of the training he does with the phoenixes on the magpies. Oh, really? Does he think that will help? He does. He seems to. Well, give him a call. Discuss it with him. I will, Paul. I will. Yeah. That does sound like a great idea. Oh, here comes Ick. How did it go, Ick? It was fine. Absolutely fine. You see, they respect me. So, uh, they don't misbehave. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what we did think. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so what did you tell them? I told them that they mustn't nag you, Yeti Uncle John. I told them they could come for tea with me. That is, whilst I'm still around. Uh, okay, yes. Oh, very appreciative. Uh, I know I did a silly, silly thing. I feel really stupid. I caused everyone a lot of hassle. Mm, yes. Well, I know I was partly responsible, so uh, I said if you don't hold any grudges with you. No, no, of course not. No, I, I mean, Yeti Uncle John, I just think if you had made that choice to get rid of them, you would have been so upset. Yes, yes, I realised that as soon as, as soon as I left them at the kindergarten. Oh, they did look so cute, though, dressed as babies. Oh, yeah, I think I did see one or two of them. Um, uh, they, they were kind of cute, weren't they? Oh, yes. Oh, very cute. I might ask them to dress like babies again when they come for tea. It'll be like, you know, having a, a kindergarten of my own, considering that Ark grew up so quickly. Oh, yes, I, I heard about that, Ig. That uh, uh, you, you really didn't get much chance to be a, a mother, father, did you? Well, obviously, I am still Ark's mother, father, but... Uh, um, well, uh, the actual baby part went so quickly. Well, I'm sure you can arrange something. I hope you've kept the baby outfit, City Uncle John. Well, uh, I did. Uh, I thought I might sell them on eBay, but I guess I could keep them. Uh, well, perhaps. Oh, uh, well, everything's sorted out. You've learnt a lesson, Yeti Uncle John. I have uh, learnt a lesson, Paul, I have. Uh, yes, I'm going to go and call Albert. All right. Uh, well... It's time for us to go anyway. Yes, I must go. I have things to do. See you soon. Uh, see you soon. <laughs> oh, dear. He still seems quite grumpy, really, doesn't he? He does, Reginald, he does, but never mind. <sighs> At least the magpies are sorted and... Yeah. Phew. <laughs> oh, yes. Phew.
Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Hello, Albert the Dragon. How can I help? Uh, Albert, it's me. It's your Uncle John. Uh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm all right, yeah, Uncle John. Paul said you might be calling. Oh, uh, yes, uh, I did a very stupid thing. I nearly set my magpies free. Yeah, I heard about that. They'd been nagging you. W- were they being nagpies? Yes, they were nagpies. That's what I was nicknaming them, but uh, they kept nagging me. It was all partly Ick's fault. Yeah, I know, but, well, you wouldn't want to lose them, would you? No, no, I, I realise that now, and I, I regret it, and I just think they need a bit of training. They've just got a bit too big for their... You know, little magpie boots. Oh, yeah, I understand that. Happens with the phoenixes. You really have to sort of, you know, make sure uh, they know how to behave. Perhaps your magpies got a little bit out of hand, particularly being overindulged by Ick on his spaceship. Yes, yes, I think you're right. Uh, definitely. If you can help me, um, Albert, then I'll gladly bring them to you. Well, I could always come to you, but, well, we'll see. One way or another... Perhaps you'd like another trip out to the Phoenix Sanctuary. And of course, Tallulah will be doing her Phoenix um, uh, Festival sometime in the next few months. Oh, oh yes. Uh, oh, yes. Looking forward to that. Shame it got postponed. But anyway, yeah. I'm glad she's been able to reschedule. Yes, yes. Well, we'll, we'll sort something out. It's the Uncle John. We'll get those birds, you know, back into tip-top uh, shape. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Albert. Oh, oh, I really do love those birds. Oh, I was just at the end of my tether. I know. It's all right, it's Uncle John. We'll sort things out. Don't you worry. Thanks, Albert. You're a champion. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right, bye now. Yeah, bye, bye now. Those magpies. They'll thank me. They'll, they'll thank me for, you know, teaching them good stuff. That'll be the best magpies ever. Not magpies, but the best magpies that ever there were. Yes, my magpies. I'm going to be so proud of them. Yeah, my lovely magpies. Oh. (laughs) Now that one was funny. Oh my god, there's nothing I like better is when another new episode of the Shy Life Podcast comes out. <laughs> um, Yeti Uncle John, can I just ask something whilst we're here? Oh, yes, Paul, what did you want to ask? I wanted to ask about the baby magpies. What with all this nagpie business, you haven't really told us how they're doing. Are, are they all right? Oh, yes. Yes, they're quite adorable. I mean, that was one of the things that changed my mind. 
I, I couldn't let the babies go. I mean, they're getting big quite quickly, but oh, they're still very adorable. Oh, Yeti Uncle John. You're a suppy old thing, really. I am. I, I am. I, I, I do love them, Paul. Despite what's happened, I, I do love them. And, and, oh, dear, I feel so bad. I oh, don't feel bad, Yeti Uncle John. Uh, I mean, every parent gets to the stage where their child is driving them wild and they feel like leaving them on a lay-by somewhere. Um, uh, and then it definitely hasn't helped the matter. Oh, no, but... Oh, you must come and see the baby soon, whilst they're still little. I'd love to. I, I would. I, I really would. But uh, don't forget, it's not long now. No, not not long now, Paul? Not long now till Ick makes his decision. Oh, about the contract. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of days. This month's gone so quickly. Oh, it has, Paul. Oh, what do you think he'll do? I have no idea. And And part of me isn't even sure I want him on the show anymore. Oh, dear, Paul, don't push Ick away like I'll try to push the uh, magpies away, will you? Well, I, I would never push Ick away. But, you know, I feel like you did about the magpies, about Ick sometimes. Oh, I think we all do. He, he's made life very difficult for us. He has. He He's not He's not the Ick he used to be. No, but that could change. Maybe, you know, like the magpies change. Maybe it could change too, uh, for the better, uh, if you made it worth his while. I, I don't know about that. We'll have to see. I guess we'll just have to see. Oh, dear, Paul. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Holy crow. That was a long episode. Six hundred thirty-five. 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 Six h